What is up, internet? And welcome to the Randy King Live with podcast. So this podcast with my friend Benjamin Kennedy was actually done a while back. So this is a podcast done during the COVID lockdown situation. So a lot of the things coming up in this podcast are referencing that as a heads up. So in this chat, we talk about TikTok and Ben's amazing success with TikTok. So we talk about how he discovered TikTok and why he's on it, how he hacked the algorithm to figure out the best way to grow his audience. We dive into like the the generation he grew up in because Ben's about 23 years old. And so we, we dive into the thought process of the generation, like where their influences come from, why TikTok is so successful and all of those different areas. And also we just talk about his theories and philosophy on TikTok and self-defense and where he's going with this cool thing and his awesome brand, Guppy Brain. So if you're looking for a cool talk on TikTok, super fun, super chill, and you want to kind of understand TikTok or at least get into the mind of the youths, as I say, then feel free to listen to this episode. There's a couple of updates. So number one, the sound on this isn't great. There's some sound issues. I do apologize. There's some level spikes. So please forgive me for the, the, the ups and downs, but I really wanted to get this out because it was such a fun conversation with so much good information layered inside of it. There is no Patreon portion of this because I just forgot to do a Patreon portion of this. So we'll give you some bonus content on Patreon. Don't worry about that. I wanted to update you that his follower count is actually way higher. So during the, the podcast here, he says his follower count is at 73,000, just a little over 73,000 followers. He has blown that number away. He's actually at 242,000 followers with over 6 million views. So Benjamin is crushing it on TikTok. The last thing I want to say is I do apologize for my horrible German accent. You'll hear around the end of the show. So Sit back, listen up, learn some things about TikTok, learn some things about maybe somebody outside your age range. Benjamin is an amazing speaker. He articulates his points very well. I was very excited to have him on the show. And like I said, the new direction of the Randy King Live podcast channel is people you might not know, although by all accounts and purposes, Benjamin is bigger than anybody I've ever met on his social media following. Also, don't forget, we've released the online Realities of Violence course. So if you want to jump onto the Realities of Violence course, just shoot me a DM. We'll give you a podcast discount, 20% off the full course, four-hour educational course on all the realities of violence. Hope you enjoy this podcast and don't forget to subscribe. What is up, internet? Welcome to the Randy King Live with a podcast episode something or other. This week, <laughs> we have Ben on the show. I'm very, very excited. I got to meet Ben in real life, which is not always with the people on the show. And some really cool things are happening in Ben's world right now, which is he blew the F up on TikTok. And <laughs> higher conversation I want to have. So warning... This will be a marketing-based question asking about TikTok success, et cetera, et cetera. So listeners are here for anything else that is politically happening right now. That's not what we're doing. We're talking nope. about TikTok. And that's what I want to talk about today <laughs> because it's such an interesting platform. So uh, Ben, first off, why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about you in case they don't know who you are? Sure. Um, so first off, hi, thanks for joining. Uh, second off, my name is Benjamin Kennedy. Um, I have been a martial artist since I could, 
a little after I could walk. Um, been doing it for 19, going on 20 years now. Uh, multiple different styles, so everything from Japanese jiu-jitsu to judo, um, some jeet kundo, sprinkle in a little bit of shingi and a screma, and then obviously it's salt to taste. So <laughs> um, lots and lots of martial arts. Um, I have done some work with mentally handicapped individuals, which was all going on before, you know, the happiness happened. Um, I have been a self-protection, self-defense instructor for six-ish years now. And one of the things that I was doing in, uh, in the process of dealing with all of the pauses in business and stuff like that that have been going on right now is I s- decided to start picking up on my social media presence um, just because it seemed like an enjoyable thing to do and I didn't have anything better to do, so I may as well work. Um, one of the things that I realized that I wanted to work on, um, which actually kind of started this whole thing, believe it or not, was, uh, meteor hammer and rope dart, um, which are some Shaolin weapons. Uh, if you've seen Poi, the people that do the, uh, the, the fire at the end of a rope at festivals and stuff like that, that's all it is. So, but I started TikTok as a joke. Um, <laughs> I want to say mid-February. I started TikTok as a joke because I genuinely despised the platform. Uh, it exhausted me to watch, and everything that I watched was um, trying to meet some sort of base human need is the nicest way that I can put it. Uh, and I would get on there, I would watch for like 10 minutes, and I'd be like, this is exhausting and the content is dumb. Um, and I started as a joke because one of my friends was like, you need to get it. I'm like, I'm not going to get it. You need to get it. I'm not going to get it. You need to get, I'm not going to. So I eventually got it obviously. Cause you know, it's not peer pressure. It's just your turn. Um, and I, uh, I got it and I started making some videos and then it became a game. I was like, okay, so there's obviously an algorithm here. They've got a system for deciding who sees what and how people see it and when people see it. I wonder if I can figure it out. So I just started posting videos. The first thing that I looked at was, was time. Um, what time of day I was posting the video. Uh, one of my friends commented, hey, consider posting videos uh, around lunch break time. Because that's when people are going to be, you know, chilling on their phone, stuff like that. Um, and then consider posting stuff around bedtime. Um, you know, nine-ish, because uh, that's bedtime. Um, so, and... I was like, you know what, that's actually not a bad idea. And I started to watch what times I personally was enjoying TikTok, what times I was getting on there and going through material and just scrolling through. Uh, And I would start to catalog those. And by catalog, I mean a random piece of scratch paper somewhere, be like, oh, I'm on now. Um, And I would I would go through this process of watching and then realizing, oh, hey, I should be writing down what I'm watching. Um, And I started to post videos at that time. And lo and behold, that actually worked pretty well. I find that posting midday uh, at around 1140-ish, you know, not to be too specific, 1142, um, around that time. And then in the afternoons at around 630-ish, tend to get the best views for the video because that's when people are just starting to hop on and as they're just starting to hop on why not have my face be the first thing that they see so 
that is that is the very very short abbreviated version and i'm sure we'll get into much much more as we go but that's the short kind of went on a tangent exactly no that's fine that's what that's what you're here for so i i have so many questions uh, i love so i've been you're the only tiktok that i watch so number one just tell <laughs> Um, but I don't have TikTok. I love that you cross-platform share it. Otherwise, I wouldn't see it. Now, despite the advice given by every major um, social media guru saying that TikTok is the next fad, and I 100% think it is, actually, to be honest, the things that I found annoying about TikTok were kind of the same things you found annoying. And not to date myself, but I played with TikTok when it was still called Musical.ly. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was my first. Uh, that was my first foray into um, the TikToky type, like Vine 2.0 world, right? Which is what yeah. I think TikTok is is Vine 2. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I think that, and sorry for all the listeners because you're not all in this social media demographic. Vine was another short clip sharing video <laughs> service that existed a little while ago that some people got famous on. Just as a heads up, if you're feeling left out of what the hell we're talking about. So Vine was an interesting concept and I didn't, and didn't enjoy it. It was too quick even for my ADD brain. It was too simple. Now, this is where I think the genius of your TikTok is cool. This is what I want to dive into. So we were having our exchange while, you were, while we were planning this podcast. <laughs> and you said you were surprised by the amount of people that responded to you. And my response was, I am not surprised. <laughs> the reason I'm not surprised is you are, well, you're, you're not a bad looking kid. Okay, so that's number one. That's good. You're, you're in shape. You know what you're doing. You're very articulate. You're definitely of the next generation of instructors that are coming up, right? And I remember when I used to be in that generation, but now I'm kind of middle generation, <laughs> um, which is cool. I have gray in my beard. I got to get over it. But I think, I think the, really, the thing that you, you've seemed to capture in this is high energy level, very well articulated premise of the video. So was this an intuitive process or did you like Google how to make a TikTok video? And what I mean by that is like your, your first video that I saw was the one with the shock knife. So you were like, okay, you got people's attention. Right. Also the way that you condense the information, which I'm very wordy, the way that you condense the information is amazing because it's inside the, the format or the parameters of the medium. And I think you're nailing it. So was that intuitive because just like, generationally or did you put some research in or was it both so as i started making uh videos part of my process from the very beginning was if i can't watch my ugly mug five times in a row for this video i'm not putting it up if i didn't find the content funny or enjoyable or informative if i couldn't watch myself and um, I don't know how many of your, uh, your people also record themselves, whether it's for podcasts or videos or stuff like that, but everyone has heard their own voice and gone, Ugh. um, so if I can't watch my own videos and not go, Ugh, I don't put it up. And that was one of the things that helped me to start with. Cause I realized that I don't have a unique sense of humor for people my age. It's kind of widespread right? Just because of how we grew up, what we grew up watching. Uh, we, we were the people that started consuming stuff on YouTube as it became popular. That's our whole generation. And that's kind of one of the things that sparked me into this in the first place. As I started making videos, um, I originally wanted to do comedic stuff that didn't have anything to do with martial arts or self-defense. And then there was a video that went up on someone else's channel. They're a really huge channel on there. They've got like 
7 million followers. Uh, I know, I know. Um, and they are a self-defense channel. And what I saw was going to get people hurt. I watched it and I was like, I, this, is, this is absurd. Uh, and I understand, obviously, um, I know all of your people are very unfamiliar with any of the Chiron people. Um, he says very firmly planting his tongue in his cheek. Uh, but um, one of the things I remember from talking with our people in Chiron and stuff like that, our self-defense groups, is obviously different places have different cultures and different cultures have different rules. Um, he is definitely from a different culture, but I realized that his stuff was reaching all the way across the pond, which means if our people here, depending on where they are, depending on which state, stuff like that, according to the laws, whatever, blah, 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 all the good stuff, saw this and decided to do it, they would go to prison. And as young as I am, I'm still happy in my soul, and I like humans, even when they suck. I can overall say that I like humans, and I don't want people to go to prison or jail for doing the right thing. So I realized that I had an opportunity. Um, and again, for those of you that don't know about TikTok, you can duet videos, which is basically their video plays alongside the one that you're making. Um, and you've got both sides, which is your side of the video and their side of the video. Um, and I decided to duet it. Uh, and it was short and condensed. It was like 10 seconds, 12 seconds, because that's all the time they had on their video. And it was just me saying that this is going to get you hurt. Uh, and showing some stuff that you could do on the other side that made a little bit more sense to me. Um, and that was the first one that genuinely just exploded. I remember at the time I was getting like a couple hundred views, stuff like that on videos. That one jumped up to like 244,000 views. And I went, oh no, okay, uh, got it. So as I started to make videos, I started to realize that the shorter the video, the more bite-sized and the more high energy, the better it got received. Um, so in a roundabout way to answer your question, I didn't look up anything for making videos. I gauged off of what I enjoyed and my standards for putting up a video. And then I gauged off of what I saw from other people that I also enjoyed. And I'm like, oh, oh, I see. So they want short, condensed information. And then as I started to work through this whole process, I realized that even though I only had a maximum of a minute long, it, an elevator speech is like 30 seconds, right? You, you've got 30 seconds to say, hi, my name is Benjamin Kennedy. I work for Team Tort Mixed Martial Arts, and I'm also a self-defense instructor for Kennedy Consulting, and you get through your whole thing in like 30 seconds, right? Um, thank you, Boys State. So, and for those of you that don't know what Boys State is, it's basically they run a mock uh, they take a couple of people from a bunch of schools from around your state and they run a mock state of Ohio and there's everything from governor elections to small town city stuff. And we worked on our, uh, our elevator speech and I actually use that often now. So I've got twice as long as I would have for an elevator speech. I wonder how much information I can pack in there in a way that they'll remember. And at the end of the day, this is all still a game for me. This is just how can I do this and enjoy myself while I'm doing it? And again, tangential, I apologize. But the, the short way of answering your question that I could have led with is um, I didn't look anything up. I went with my gut and then I watched 
uh, as best I could the analytics of how my videos did. And I realized that there's a really huge untapped market for people that have an okay-ish face um, talking about things that are going to keep people safe in a way that's also enjoyable to consume, especially for a generation that's getting shorter and shorter attention spans, which is not a problem. It's just something we're going to have to adapt to. And that's, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. So number one, you have referred to yourself as Benjamin multiple times. I called you Ben. I'm sorry that I didn't call you Benjamin. I'll adjust that in the intro to the show. It's okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not how you like your name said. You should have told me. So you're Benjamin. That's how self-defense works. You tell people your boundaries. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, Benjamin, great. So I you're answering all the questions I wanted to ask in the show. So you're doing an awesome job. I'm loving this. So you said that the if I can paraphrase, please, you said that the catalyst was comparing or seeing what was already in TikTok as self-defense, noticing mm -hmm. there was a huge gap in this, and then using just a standard feedback loop of does this work, does this not work? So would you say your success so far has been some of it, because not all of it, but some of it has been made from number one, attaching to that much larger channel to get more eyes on your stuff. But then also number two, just using the platform as you would use the platform. Because I think this is where people get confused when everybody's like, so how do I make a YouTube video? I'm like, well, what YouTube videos do you watch? Make right. videos <laughs> like that. And they're like, oh, what a good idea. I'm like, what, what? Right? So like, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's ridiculous, but it seems so simple, but it's not. And so what I'm hearing, and just correct me if I'm wrong here, is that's what you did is you're like, what do I want to see? I enjoy this. This is funny. This is not funny. These are the videos I want to make. And also challenge yourself to see how much info you can put in your allotted time. That is 100% correct. Um, so the first thing is, yeah, I, I could not have gotten that. At least it would have taken a lot longer to get that big jump uh, if I hadn't decided to attach myself to one of the larger channels. Uh, and I realized that um, I was like, hey, duets go really well. Um, because if you can piggyback off of someone else's success, no matter what you're saying, it helps. And at first I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad about that. And then I looked at it and I realized, oh, they're teaching stuff that is going to get people sent to prison or jail, or they're going to die because they're like, I'm going to try this. And yeah, and I'm like, okay, no, don't feel bad. You're giving information and dispelling misinformation. You're fine. Um, and the second thing is absolutely using the channel using what you like on the channel to make more of that, especially if it's popular, is never a bad idea. Taking some of the trends and then manipulating them so that they suit your content style. I haven't done any of the dances yet. I haven't stooped that low, but it's going to happen soon. I can feel it in my bones. Um, <laughs> but I, at, least, at least you're honest. At least you're honest. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I know that that's going to happen. Um, but taking them and sticking true to my moral compass and and what i enjoy watching is one of the things that i have to do with that i've had a lot of people asking me about making a youtube channel um and i'm referencing over here because that's where my computer is um and it has been a little bit it, it's been a lot more difficult for me than doing tiktok uh because i started trying to do a youtube channel 
ages ago. And by ages ago, I mean, I'm 23, take that with a grain of salt, um, but ages ago, right? And I realized how much work it was going to be, how hard it was going to be, and how much I just wasn't into it. And I enjoyed consuming content on there more than making content. Now being older than then um, and having people asking for that, uh, I started up another YouTube channel and I am looking at all the stuff that I'm going to need to do to make content on there that I enjoy and hold in such high regards as what I do on TikTok. And that's the short of it. Ha ha. So that, that, that makes a ton of sense. And cross-platform is always a problem, which is why I wanted to bring you on for this show, right? Because you can have a very successful YouTube channel, but have a poor Facebook page. Like you could have, right. my Instagram is my biggest hit right now. I don't even know why. I'm trying to figure it out. But I have more <laughs> Instagram than anywhere else. And I'm like, okay, I guess I make a good meme. I don't know what people are into there. But it's working out okay. So I think the next question that I want to ask you is, how many people in the self-defense world are even on the TikTok space? Like, is it, is, do you think that, I think it's an area ready for, I, I mean, use the word pillage, but I think it's a place that people can go to, to get their word out there, especially if they're looking at like millennial slash Gen Z people. Every video that's shared to me right now is a TikTok video to the point where I probably learned this TikTok and now I get to talk to you who's good at TikTok. But it's, it's interesting because it's all about viral videos. And it's all about where those viral videos are shared from. And TikTok exploded with this COVID lockdown situation because people are like, well, I guess I'll try TikTok now. And it's, I think the, the beauty of TikTok is it's fun still, right? Like Facebook, oh, yeah. used, I know you're too young to know this, but Facebook used to be fun. It used to be- I remember place. Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook used to be fun. Like it was when it came out in 2007, it was like, it was a fun, well, 2007 here, 2005, where you're from. Uh, but it was, it was fun. Like you could go there and share stuff. And then like Instagram kind of took that over. And now I think TikTok is the next place where, you know, millennial Gen Z are going to get away from their parents because, you know, grandma might have Instagram now. She's getting real hip and cool, but she's not on TikTok. Right. And so, right there's a benefit to that. I think jumping into that market is so important. So like, what is your impression so far of the market share of TikTok to self-defense instructors? Cause most of them are like old white guys like me. Right. So are they on there? <laughs> what is the, what is the major demographic you're seeing? Cause I'm sure just, even if you're not looking intentionally, just anecdotally, you see other people doing kind of the same thing. Is there a lot? There are, Compared to how many people there are on TikTok, period, no, <laughs> there's not a lot. Um, but there's an important distinction to be made there. Uh, there are a lot of people that, um, and it's an important distinction for me, it may not be important for anybody else, but it's important to me. Um, there are a lot of people that lump in martial arts and self-defense into the same thing. Um, and for me personally, that is not the case. Martial arts is really cool. Um, and it's like, well, it's like using a rope dart. Is it a fantastic weapon? Of course. Is it something that takes you on a journey and teaches you plenty of lessons? Yeah, don't stop swinging it. And also, when it hits you in the knee, it hurts. Uh, so, but I think of self-defense more like a spear, right? It does not take me that long to teach you how to go stabby, stabby, pokey, pokey. And that's what I want you to be able to do for self-defense work. Uh, and the, the distinction is there because there are a lot of martial artists on TikTok. There are 
an amazing, impressive amount of martial artists. And obviously with the way that the videos are formatted um, and the content on there, it lends itself to a lot of people that do stuff like weapons tricking, um, which, is, which is amazing to watch. And for, again, for people that don't know, the, the weapons tricking is just taking a weapon and showing how dexterous you are with it, albeit maybe not practically, um, but just showing, yeah, I can take this sword, unsheath it behind my back and throw it back up and over my shoulder and catch it with the same hand. That's kind of awesome. Um, but people will often tag that stuff as self-defense. And I'm like, that's not correct. And then you see some people on there that do self-defense. Uh, and when they talk about their self-defense stuff, um, it's, it is either, it sucks because it's, it's, it's either really, 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 really bad or it's really, 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 really good information. I really want to take this niche and make it something that is publicly accessible. I want to demystify this. I want to take the martial arts and the self-defense stuff, and I want people to see that the thing I've been doing my entire life is not something that you have to step away from because, oh, that's martial arts or that's self-defense, and I, I could never do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. I, I've been doing this for 19 years, and I still stub my toe daily. I trip and fall on my face at least once a week. Yeah, no, this is not some crazy thing that you can't access. This is normal human things, and watch, I'll show you. So, yeah, I think that there's, there's not a lot of self-defense instructors on there. And I think that the self-defense instructors on there rarely have a concept of what they can be doing with the platform. And for the ones that are on there that think they have a grasp of it, they do some things that I disagree with, and that's obviously just professional differences. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense. And like, so again, you're from the like Rory tree of people that has a very clear definition of self-defense um, in their manner. And that's the thing, right? Like I, I agree when people say market share of self-defense, they include martial arts and it, even though it is different, unfortunately to the public, it's not. And so there right. needs to be some differentiation in that um, just going forward. So auxiliary benefits of TikTok. I was just thinking about this, but do you think now... Right now, I'm working on a giant online program for people to learn remotely the stuff that I teach. Oh, nice. By working on that program, I have codified and improved my message considerably. Do yeah. You think that working with TikTok's smaller format has helped you cut the fat off of some of the ways you present material? When it Absolutely. By, by massive margins. Um, it's difficult for me because as you just said, I'm part of the, the Rory tree lineage and with our own stuff that we teach too, most of our seminars can easily hit an excess of eight hours. Um, and we could quite easily do a couple of days worth of information ourselves. So taking these nodes that we would normally talk about or practice for two hours and condensing them down to their base parts for a video that's maybe a minute long, sometimes 15 seconds long, is absolutely, uh, first off, something I didn't think I could do. I was like, I can't do that. That's, that's literally two hours worth of information. And then I realized that I could teach breakfalls to someone. I couldn't have them effective with them, 
yet, right? Because I, I have to be there in person to help with some of the stuff like that. But I can I can explain the concept of and teach breakfalls 15 seconds. It's one of my videos that's up there right now. 15 seconds. Uh, personal space. Talking about personal space and it actually being an ellipse instead of a circle, right? Um, that was a seven-second video. And I realized that that's normally something that we talk about for a couple of minutes at least. And I was like, I wonder if I can make that shorter. Uh, there are some things that I still have a hard time making shorter. And there are some things that would actually diminish uh, the, the, the importance of the information if I made them shorter. And I realized that there are some of those like that. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but there are some of them that if I made them too short or I made them shorter, it would muddy the message. Um, and at those instances, I can either make the video about it or I can say, hey, this is a small part of a much larger puzzle, just like everything else. Um, so realize that this is a tiny itty bitty bit, but it has absolutely helped me to streamline the information that I teach so much so that I'm uh, every day now I'm sitting here looking at realistically how long do I actually need to convey a good self-defense course? And I mean a good one, one that just like my videos, one that I would do over and over again, one that I feel like people would gain something out of and one that I would gain something out of. How long do I actually need to do that? So, yeah. I think it's really cool when you can condense, when you can take a, a, a big topic and condense it down. Now, obviously, soundbite generation, there's some problems with that. You can't include every single portion of everything in a soundbite, which is good to know. But you said it at the beginning of the interview, which is, you know, people's attention spans are shrinking. Now, love it or hate it, that's just the reality. That's what's happening. Yeah. People's attention spans are shrinking. Uh, I, I felt it today. And again, just barely a millennial. But when I was, when I was working, I'm working on the course before this, and I checked my phone four times in like three minutes. I'm like, dude, put your phone down like, for one minute. Just stop looking at the, the, the box. Just leave it alone. You're working on a different screen. And so I had to like actually physically stop myself from looking because of just all of the, there's so much psychology behind why it's so addictive. But oh yeah, I, I think it's really important that, and maybe even take it as a challenge to people listening out there that, Maybe even starting a TikTok, even if it doesn't get big, because I don't know if I'm going to start one, but even if starting a TikTok doesn't get big, if you can condense your message, you can get more data into your presentation, right? So if, if you can take a, take, so like, as you said, right, you could easily take a eight hour course. It could be a 12 hour course. There's always more stuff you want to tell people. But if we go back to like the, the genesis of violence dynamics, when it first started, it was nine days. I put out a challenge that we could do it to four days. We got all the info and more in four days. We used to do in nine. So there was a bunch of fat, right? Like there's yeah. a bunch of stuff we didn't need to say. And I think if you want to get to the people that need this the most, you have to make it as accessible as possible. You can't be like, well, in my day, we learned this way. Great grandpa. That's just not what's happening <laughs> right now. You have to get that message down to a minute to 15 seconds. Right? So I think it's really interesting because you, I, like I said, I've watched a bunch of your videos. Before this, I watched a ton. And you have a great mix of like esoteric weaponry stuff and like philosophy -y stuff. And then you have like your, look, me, look, the longer you watch, the more I'll shock myself. And yeah. I, just, <laughs> I was so, your energy level is so amazing. And it just, it transfers really well to the, to the screen. So while people out there trying to do TikTok can't do what you do, I think there's, there's always value in 
looking at what you're presenting and how much of it is important information and how much of it is you just showing people they made the right investment in picking you, right? Like, right. Oh, what yeah. is important information? What is the part you're just like, oh, and I know this, you made a good choice in validating their choice. Because I think on TikTok, there's no room for the, oh, and by the way, go to my other eight channels. It's just, you got to get it on, get it done and give the information out there. And I think that's the authenticity of that with you primarily. Because again, you're one sample size of one TikToker I watch. But the sample size of one is, I think when, and that's why I wasn't surprised when you blew up. Because you went from like, a couple hundred followers. What are you like? Fifty thousand followers now. Today we're at seventy three point eight. Right now, I think. Yeah, absurd, crazy. Because, like, that is <clears throat> literally you have more you have more eyes on you than all of my stuff, all of Rory's followers, and oh. all the violence combined. No, but think about oh. you do. Right. So this is a power. If you have probably haven't thought about it like that. But no, nope. like I have maybe total 20,000, right? Chiron is maybe total violence dynamics only has like a 2000 people on their page. Like you have more eyes on you than anyone. So no pressure, but you got to get this shit right. Because oh yeah. You are, you are the generation representing this, this new medium. And that's what I think the power is, is because you're good at the medium and you're good in the way that people, um, the, you're good at the way that people like to consume information you get the attention better. So like your drive is really good with this. And also and one more thing before I ask you the question, cause it's not about me, it's about you on this one, but older instructors don't be scared of people like uh, Benjamin getting big on TikTok. Cause guess what? When you go to him, he quotes, maybe you, and then these 70,000 followers see you and you don't have to adapt to TikTok, but don't squish the people down that are doing better on mediums. You don't get, because if, if you're in a healthy tribe or group, that's going to ebb and flow both ways, right? So yes. we're, do we're doing long form content right now, but I bet you a ton of you are going to go on TikTok who never went on before just to see what Ben <laughs> is doing, just in case you're thinking it, right? So I think there's a symbiosis that can work with this. So don't get too freaked out like you need to start a TikTok, but when people are doing it well, like Benjamin is right now, you need to pay more attention to what's going on there. So the last question I want to ask you, unless there's some other stuff you want to bring up is what do you have now? Like a future, like, are you just riding this wave or are you trying to capitalize on getting as many followers as possible? So I saw you have merch now, which is really cool. There was a video up today about it. Um, actually, I guess I have two questions. So first off, what is the future for you on TikTok? What is your plan for right now? Uh, my plan is to continue using this. So going back a little bit in the conversation, I, grew up during the time where YouTube became popular, right? I grew up watching Let's Players, people like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, the people playing video games that I would watch play video games. And I remember my parents going, that makes zero sense, just go play the video game. Um, but I grew up during a time where people uh, doing things and virtually bringing you along for the ride was something that just, it exploded. Um, I always wanted to do that. so as long as I don't make myself cry on your podcast. Um, this is kind of a dream, not even kind of, this is a dream come true. This is something I did not ever expect. This is something I've always wanted to do. And the reason that I'm continuing to try and gain followers is because I grew up watching Karate Kid and watching less players. 
And I still remember when Karate Kid came out on CD, so it came out the second time. Um, when it came out on CD, that whole martial arts genesis that it created. Because Mar- Karate Kid was an amazing movie that just used martial arts as the vehicle um, to tell the story. And there's a part of my soul that wants to be able to do that for another generation. So I don't I want to interrupt want- you, but okay. you, you killed me there. You meant DVD, right? Not CD, DVD? DVD, I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, yes. Okay. That's yes. Okay. You're young and you're doing a great job. <laughs> you killed me. You killed me. Good I'm catch. Like, Good catch. I'm like, he I- doesn't even know the meaning so young oh my god but no you're right. oh they're, they're synonymous in my head but you caught it good catch thank you i will never be upset about someone making you smarter um so <laughs> so yes dvd came out on dvd um because i mean we still had it on vhs too but it came out on dvd and that whole that that martial arts genesis that it created um all these people starting martial arts because they saw karate kid because they wanted to be like daniel son they wanted to do that thing um and and I want to be a voice for a new younger generation and let them know that this is something that you can do, that it's enjoyable, that it's something that is worth pouring your time into. And it's not some old archaic thing that you can't touch anymore because all the old angry people are like, don't touch my important things. It's like, okay, calm down. It's fine. I promise. So, um, so I want, and cause again, I'm young and 23 and I care about humans still. Um, I'm sure again, your people are not familiar at all, uh, with human level win, but I, I really, 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 really just want to see humans grow. And I think I can put enough love, care, and dedication into this that I can at least help some of them. I, it would be really awesome if by the time that I wasn't here anymore, um, my message was still being heard and was still helping people grow and and turn into really decent humans. Um, so a, a little uh, deep for someone as young as I, but that's that's really what I want there. Yeah, and I think that's a that's a fantastic way to look at it. So the other thing that I kind of want to talk about was your your branding, which is kind of funny, and it looks like unless you orchestrated it, it came up by accident. So yes, tell us about hashtag Guppy Brain. <laughs> So first off, it's misspelled, <laughs> and I love that it's misspelled, because that is just, I wanted to change it, I was like, no, it's supposed to be guppy like the fish, and then I realized that that's, that's kind of the point. Um, <laughs> so I have ADHD. Uh, yeah, I know, hard to believe, just hang on, it gets crazier. Um, so I have ADHD, and the first time I was able to do a live stream, so for those of you that don't know, you can only start doing live streams on TikTok once you hit 1,000 followers. Um, and it's kind of cool. It's this fun little video game. Like every time you go up to a certain level, you unlock a new thing. Like at, I want to say 20,000 uh, was when I unlocked their actual analytics so that I could look at my videos and make my stuff better. Otherwise, I was just kind of winging it um, and doing my best, which when you have a stats major of a dad, kind of helps. Um, so, but I, uh, I, I, I started out the first live stream uh, which was my guppy brain kicking in just then, by the way. Uh, and I, I got a notepad. And I was like, hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. There's like 10 of you. What? And I was losing my mind. And I was like, okay, so I got a notepad because I'm going to forget things because I have guppy brain. Um, and it exploded. <laughs> that just 
it was it was a mixture of me just showing my belly and letting them realize that I am a tiny little small human, um, spelled S M O L, just small, because um, I I am sitting here baffled uh, at all of this still, still, um, and I love it because it keeps me honest and it keeps me caring and compassionate because I do not want to get to a point ever where I just take this for granted. Um, that would that would crush me. It I can't do what I'm doing without them. Literally, I can't. Um, so I had a little notepad and I told them I had a guppy brain uh, and they said, that is amazing. We're using it forever. And I was like, okay, got it. Great. Love that. And I said, do you guys want like merchandise? And I asked at a thousand, I asked, I was like, do you guys, want, I, we could do that. And they're like, oh, we want guppy brain on things. And I was like, okay, we can that. I mean, okay. Yeah, all thousand of you, we'll, we'll do that. That would be cute. Lo and behold, we're at like 73.8, probably close to 74. And uh, yeah, yeah, people still want merchandise. And it just gets, uh, my, face is on, my face is on someone's car in Idaho right now. Um, there's a sticker off my face on someone's car. They sent me a video of it. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Um, so got brain got started because I have dyslexia and ADHD. I forget things. So I have to write them down. And I also, my brain works a lot faster than my hands do. So I spell things wrong consistently. <laughs> um, oh, and there's one more thing that I wanted to touch on uh, that, I, that, I have to, that I have to pull from. So we were talking about the self-defense instructors on the platform. Um, for any of you that are a little hesitant about hopping in the water, uh, one of the ways that I think of TikTok right now is a billboard. It's just a billboard. Can you make money off of TikTok? Yes. Am I currently? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, but it's kind of a billboard to get your content out there. And I do tend to use it to try and send people back to other things. Now, just like any medium, you're only going to have a small percentage of your overall population watch the video. And then not only that, you're only going to have a small percentage of that percentage follow to other links. And then obviously, so on and so forth about them. Uh, becoming actual customers and stuff like that, blah, 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 all the things. Um, but I, I look at it like a billboard. And if I continue to put out videos at a consistent rate that people continue to enjoy, it's like them driving down the highway every day to work and they see it over and over and over. And eventually they'll go, huh, just look into that. Um, and hopefully they will. And hopefully they'll realize that it, we're just, kind of here to make everybody better um so there's that i didn't want to miss it because that was important no that makes sense so that's old school marketing from where i come from that's called being top of mind and so the the statistic <laughs> is a person needs to see something seven times i think it's changed now with the attention span because people are seeing stuff so much but minimum seven times before they even they even consider it as something they're going to purchase that puts them in your funnel, blah, blah, blah. So all marketing talk aside, that is you're, you're right on the money, I think, uh, on that because that's what people do, right? Is, you know, constant brand awareness, especially as like the whole world just threw up on the internet when everybody was locked inside, right? Like yep. <laughs> it was an insane dump of information. And so now in a place where everybody's already screaming, about 300 other people or like three, 300 times were like, let's also bring boxes and scream at the same time. So you need to keep yourself um, a top of mind with people when they are looking for that self-defense thing. And I think because 
like you said, there's not a lot of people in the space you're in. You're your realm for success is going to be huge. And I'm glad that people are buying stuff and I'm glad that, you know, you're experiencing this. It's surreal. I still remember, like I sound like such an old man right now. I still remember the first time, I still remember the first time that like I went to, like my, I landed in Germany to teach and somebody yelled my catchphrase from the podcast at me. Like, and I was like, what is happening? So I just like, that's amazing. And in a crazy German accent, I hear, what is up, internet? So I'm like, what? Whoa, what was who? That's, oh, you uh, know. Oh, that's so weird. So it's, I, I, can, I can get it. I'm nowhere near as successful as you are on social media. But it's, it's such a surreal experience. And please, please, please don't lose the wonder that you have of it right now. Because, and I'm glad you're aware of it because it's so easy to get jaded. Yeah. Oh, I blew up to 80,000. Now I only have 85 two years later. That's not going to happen probably. But you know what I mean? Like it starts to grind and plateau and then it's very easy to get jaded and start expecting things. And it's just, I'm, I'm very yeah. aware of this now at the beginning because it would be a very painful journey if you weren't because it's a fickle mistress, right? It's a very- Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um, one of the things that I realized is it, it has done that a couple of times, believe it or not. I know we're still like, Poo, but it has done that a couple of times. Um, there was one, the first time that I had that, uh, the, the, that reality shifting uh, smack in the face of like, Hey, remember you're doing really well. Uh, was at 5,000. So, um, sometimes TikTok doesn't like my stuff, uh, because to the algorithm, all violence is bad violence. And I have put out a couple of videos now explaining to people, literally, violence is a tool. It's just like a hammer. You can use it to make a house. You can use it to hit someone in the head. It's not, that The hammer's not bad. Um, so made a couple of videos about it. But in short, at 5,000 um, was when I started doing some of the shock knife stuff, I believe. I want to say it was around there. Um, and it kind of lulled off for a little bit. Like, I'm quite sure that the algorithm was going, hey, what is he doing? Um, so it slowed down. Now, again, slowed down is relative, but it slowed down. Um, and over the course of a couple of days, because up until that point, it was nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and then over the course of a couple of days, I would go up instead of the like 500 people that I was going up uh, every couple of days or so or every day, I was going up like 100, 200. And I'm like, oh. Oh no, I started to panic. I was like, what am I doing? What's going wrong? What am I, I have to fix it. And then I just kind of stopped for a minute. And I was like, you're being really dumb right now. You're still doing really well. You didn't think you would get there in the first place. You were excited for like seven. Do you remember that? Because your brain does. I remember. I remember you hitting 10 and going, oh, 10 people are following me. Like, yeah. And, and so keep that in the front of your brain there, chief while you go ahead and work through this horrible lull in content where you're going up maybe, yeah, I don't know, only a couple hundred people a day. Shut up. So, because <laughs> that's what I sound like in my own time. Um, and then I've had it happen a couple other times at, at around the 25,000 mark. Um, it's so done again because I did, uh, I did my third shock knife video and that one got taken down. And I was like, what? Me being me. Um, I messaged them immediately. I was like, hey, I would love to file this appeal. Um, and obviously started off with, with, I love what you guys are doing, keeping the platform same, I, uh, safe. I really appreciate you guys monitoring content this closely. It's really important 
to make sure this platform is available to everyone, even while people are expressing their own ideas and thoughts. Uh, and I talked to him about the tool that I was using was a shock knife. It is meant for teaching self-defense work. Um, it is a tool for good. Um, and I did not damage myself. I did not leave any lasting impact on my skin. No self-harm there other than a little tickle that maybe made me scream a lot. So, um, but yeah, it's, I remind myself of it constantly to check my own shit. Did they put the video back up? Yes. Yes, they did. They put it up within an hour and a half. Well, that's cool. So it's, so they're reasonable about the dispute. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Benjamin, that's, that's everything I wanted to talk about today when it came to TikTok. So why don't you tell people what your TikTok is and cross-platform promotion? What, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on TikTok at instructor underscore Bensei, uh, B-E-N-S-E-I, and it is all lowercase. Please feel free to come and join. I do my best to respond to as many comments as I can. It gets a little bit harder every day, but two or three times a week, I will take the first four or five hours of my day and just respond to comments. Um, and I will respond until the robot says you can't respond anymore because you sound like a robot yourself. Then I will make some videos and then I will come back to it. Please don't ever hesitate to follow, to comment, to say something, to duet my stuff. Uh, and I am not shy about people critiquing my work. If you see something that you disagree with, tell me. Either we'll talk about it and you'll see why I'm saying what I'm saying, or we'll talk about it and I'll realize I did something dumb and you help me be smarter. That, so, uh, and then you can find me on Instagram, same handle, instructor underscore Bensei. Uh, there's some stuff on Redbubble, um, and on that one, I am Bensei96, all lowercase, uh, and that's, that's about it. Awesome, and Redbubble is your merch and stuff. Yes, yes. Awesome. All right, people, don't forget to support Benjamin. He's doing a great job out there. He's uh, influencing people, and remember, right, this rising tide raises all ships, so don't yes. get mad at people's success in areas. <laughs> and also, guess what? Just because you don't get it doesn't mean what people are doing is wrong. So, oh, oh. <laughs> throwing out some hard facts there, chief. <laughs> well, I just, somebody's owner said TikTok, it's dumb. Like, just you understand, doesn't mean millions of people don't use it. So, guess what? Your understanding is inconsequential to the success of the platform. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Randy King Live with Stay Tuned for more episodes. Um, the next, either before this or after this, is a lot of a, a much heavier episode. So this was a fun one. We have a really heavy one coming up or you should listen to if it's already out because I'm not sure what order is coming in with my friend Sterling Scott where we discuss racism and things that have happened. Fun. I only great fun. Also jump back. I put up, I interviewed Sterling about this two years ago when he had an issue at Money Mart. So everybody who's saying I'm virtue signaling right now eat a dick. I have been doing this forever. <laughs> I've been standing up for people my entire life. I don't want to hear your bullshit. Um, so I put up an interview from two years ago with Sterling where he got had trouble casting a check at a check cashing place because that should be hard. Um, right. Yeah. So feel free to listen to that too. Don't forget to follow Ben and support him and we'll talk to you all soon.